and he oh, tries to. Christian McCaffrey just got traded to the 49ers. <laughs> no way. <laughs> this should be the cold open. Christian McCaffrey just got traded to the 49ers. Yes. Oh. I didn't get it. I got an ESPN fantasy alert. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Dude, you literally called it. <laughs> oh man, this is perfect. Holy cow. Welcome back to the FL FFL podcast. It is week seven, and I'm here with, of course, it's me, your commission, Matthew Honeycutt, your host, along with our co-hosts, Will Myers and John Lassie. What's going on, guys? Oh, not much. Just uh, I'm glad I could join the pod today. I uh, Right when we were about to start recording, as you know, Honeycutt and Will, I had a child throwing up. Will didn't have much sympathy for me. Just going to set the record straight. He responded when I said, I'm delayed. He could do the child puking her guts out he said cool i'm ready whenever Mm. so just setting the record straight here that's harsh yeah it is well sometimes you know i just expect my teammates to play through adversity and to you know get through adversity i guess some people are better equipped than others i I don't know i'm here i'm here aren't i i'm here aren't i Again, you know, I, I expected to record an hour ago, but here we are an hour later, you know, just chilling. So whatever. Well, we're, no, we're, but we're, seriously, I wish the kid all the best. Let's hope nobody throws up any more this evening. Yes, yes, please. Agreed. And we're here. We're making it happen. We're doing it. Yes, Thursday Night Football, watching some Saints and Cardinals. Let's uh, get beat down for Bryce. I don't know. what What should we say? For as a Saints fan whose team is not looking very good, I hope they lose every game the rest of the season and get Bryce out. So that's my hope. Yeah, I mean, I, we're watching this Thursday night game. It looks like uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be relevant. So whoever Quite all, relevant. Yeah, I mean, he's. I think he's got like 11 targets, eight receptions for 85 yards. Who has him in our league? That would be Gangsta's Paradise. Who well, he's I, at the bottom of the power rankings, so you know maybe yeah, he'll that'll that'll up. help him. I'm playing him this week, so you know that's how he I'm has playing. he has uh, resisted any trade offers with the mindset that he'll be much better once Hopkins comes back. So which could it be. looks like that's gonna play out. Well, you know, right. AJ Dillon had a really good first game. Good point, Lassie. Very good point. That's a stinger, that's, man. Sustained, <laughs> sustained success oh, is what man. matters. Like, look at the Seahawks wide receivers. Sustained oh my success gosh. I my throughout the season. That <laughs> yes. really, that's what's important. <laughs> I just gave him a big that. softball pitch there. <laughs> We've seen that throughout oh the whole gosh. season. So, yeah, thanks. Oh uh, thank you both for teeing me up on that one. That was great. Wow. See, my hope is that he has to hang on to those two receivers and Gino all season long. Yeah, because I'm going to play Geno in the playoffs. Get serious. You're also not going to play Deshaun Watson in the playoffs, so what are you doing, dude? Why would I not play Deshaun Watson in the playoffs? Because he's no chance he's better than Lamar. Well, that's why I have Lamar. So there we go. We're all good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, well, 
any takeaways from last week? We talked about this week already because we have a game going on, but what about last week? I have one. Okay. What you got, John? So, uh, Brees Hall, the New York Jet that our, our co host Will Myers was low on at the beginning of the year, has 391 rushing yards and 218 receiving yards. Since 1995, only two rookies have topped both of those numbers in the first six weeks of the rookie season. Do you know who they are? LT, Christian McCaffrey. Nope. You said there were two? Two rookies since 1995 have topped 391 rushing yards and 218 receiving yards since uh, in in their first six weeks as a rookie. Kamara. No. I thought it was for sure LaDainian Tomlinson, and I don't know if he was a rookie or if he was – around before he was probably after that uh and cmc but i have no idea if it's not one of those two guys this this shocked me and i didn't i didn't fact check i usually don't fact check these so i'm just trusting twitter when i see them but this guy seems legit it's reliable source you know that you know (laughs) go to twitter you'll find out exactly so one of them is saquon okay the other one is kareem hunt Mm, he was very good with the Chiefs that year. He was yeah, really, really good. So, okay, that makes sense. Cool. Is that it, Lassie? Uh, yeah, that was it. Good takeaway. I must confess, I did not watch a single game this weekend other than the one I attended. So I'm going to talk about the one I attended. Uh, nice. The Saints offense is struggling. Uh <laughs> They were actually okay last week, but I I feel like, you know, without Jarvis Olave and Michael Thomas last week, they just couldn't really get it when they when they had to have it. Uh, Andy Dalton is starting at quarterback. That's not a good recipe. And Jamar Chase is so good. And he obviously had a big fantasy week, but he made a few plays where I was like, this guy, I mean, he's stronger than everybody else, and he completely torched. Trent Matthew on uh, his touchdown catch in the fourth quarter. I mean, it was mm-hmm. a foot race, and he blew by him. So he was incredibly impressive before, obviously, but he was incredibly impressive to see again. Uh, the guy is just a beast. So hopefully he can continue this from a fantasy perspective throughout the rest of the season. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to talk about – uh, the two top players in fantasy right now who are leading in points are on the same team, and it's the Buffalo Bills. Josh Buffalo Allen Bills. is 100, 175.7 points, and then Diggs is second at 154.6, which I would love to look this up and see a stat. When's the last time two players from the same team have been ranked one and two this late in the season? I don't know what that stat would be, but. I yeah. gotta feel like it can't. We'll get, it can't we'll be get an intern Steve on it. He'll let us know. Yes, intern Steve. Intern Steve. <laughs> Where's Where he been? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Gonna use him all season. I forgot, I forgot about him. I forgot about intern Steve. Man, Gosh. what a good. Wow. He's obviously not that good of an intern because <laughs> well, he was for one year, one season. He kind of fell off. I don't know what happened to him. Anyways, yeah. So just the Buffalo Bills, and then we have a guy in our league which has been. Kind of cool to watch, and he's boomer bust Bills. So, and that's a good. Yeah, he's call got right he's now. got Allen. He's got uh, 
Diggs uh, and Diggs and Gabe Davis. So he's yeah. he's Boomer Bust Bills, which is only slightly better than being Boomer Bust Seahawks. Only slightly. Only slightly. <laughs> okay. They've, they've Let's do produced. A where's okay comparison? Where are their players on this list? Yes. G- Gino is not too far down. Okay. No, he's not. Gino he's the seventh ranked quarterback. He's the Surely. first on the whole list. And then who's the next one? Lockett is the. 12th ranked wide receiver, I think. Yeah, but overall, he's pretty low. Yeah, I know, but like 12th Certainly ranked there's receiver. There's a pair of players on the same team who are better ranked than they are. Yes. Yeah, the, the Florida or the Miami Dolphins wide receivers. Yes. To name one pair. Is there another quarterback receiver combo that's better? Uh, Lamar Jackson Mah- and Mark Andrews, probably, if you want to count uh, Lamar Pass Jackson. Catchers, yeah. Actually, Mahomes and Kelsey are better. That also makes complete sense. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wait, so are we saying that the only duos between quarterback and wide receiver are better than Geno Smith and Tyler Lockett are There's no L- Lamar Jackson, Mark <laughs> Andrews, Travis no, Kelty, no, no, no. Patrick Mahomes, and Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen? Is no, that what Hurt, you just said? Hurts and Hurts Brown are Brown. better. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think Daniel Jones and Barkley are better. If you averaged it out, but and then you have Herbert and well, it's a it's a running back Eckler. That doesn't count. That can't count. Yeah. Well, say, oh, yeah. Kyler Kyler and Brown would have been, but Brown's going to be out. Yeah. So there's what it could have showed us. So like three. There's only three. That's what I heard. <laughs> Get out of so. here. Get poo poo yeah. on the Seahawks. Oh gosh. Got to lean in, people. How many oh, yeah. games? How many games do you people need to believe? The whole season with, with Coral Patterson took us the whole season. And we looked like fools come playoff time. So, just saying. I don't know. I don't know. Well, that's enough on takeaways for last week. Let's talk about some power rankings. Let's talk about some power rankings. Keep update us, Will. Where are we at? Yeah. Following so, week six. Yeah. So so here's where we are. We've we've got our we've got our tier system again, um, and let's start with number twelve. Obviously, it was always going to be the Dave Arandas. I mean, they were <laughs> terrible this week too. They scored seventy one points. Um, which, by the way, I just want to point out this week a lot of teams had really, low really bad weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And, and the bad teams had bad weeks. Some good teams had bad weeks. Now, some of these good teams we knew, like Run DMC, we knew this was going to be a rough week for Run DMC. They had a ton of players on by. But the William Falcons had bad weeks. Chubby Gurley's had another bad week. Again, Gangsters and Funky Town had bad weeks. And then, obviously, like I mentioned, the Dave Arandas were, were terrible. So There was four um, teams, four teams that were in the 70s. While yeah, you're talking then, about the – go ahead. Go, uh, well, I was just going to add, and then the Funky Town fellas were 88, so it's not like they were much better. Yeah, uh, it was just a, it was a tough week for a lot of teams. What were you saying, Lassie? I was just saying, let's look at the Dave Veranda's original team here for a second. <laughs> Ooh, this is this is a good exercise. Do you have it pulled up? I do. Okay, let's do this. This is great. This is gold. Okay, quarterback Justin Herbert. Who's his quarterback right now? Oh gosh, I'm Jared Goff right or somebody. Jared Goff? It's yeah, Jared, Jared Goff. I think, and I, but I think he's starting someone else. He, he started he Jacoby had, Brissett. Yeah, he, he had started, to because he was on by. Yeah, he so started Jacoby Brissett. He went from he, he Justin Herbert. 
He has two at two. Went from Justin Herbert to choosing between Jared Goff, Tua, and Jacoby Brissett. Correct. Okay, his running backs. He had Brees Hall and Devin Singletary for his top two running backs. He hasn't so, moved on from Brees Hall. And then Devin Singletary, good. he has moved on from. But had Singletary's been decent. Hasn't, hasn't he been okay? Uh, I think so. And then uh, he started Jeff Wilson Jr., who scored half a point. Yeah. I think I think Jeff Wilson, I think he picked him up in free agency. I don't think he was drafted. No, I think he traded him. He His traded wife, for he, he traded, traded for Jeff oh, Wilson with traded uh, for Jeff Wilson. Wow. With uh not okay. your average Joe's. Kittle okay. Kittle's in that deal too. Mm-hmm. His his wide receivers, Debo Samuel, T. Higgins, and Justin Jefferson. That's hilarious. Because right now he's he got would pro- Jacoby Myers, Mike Evans, <laughs> and then he started Mike Boone in his flex. He's a running back, but he had T. Higgins on his bench. So just that's perfect. I mean, perfect with this roster that he drafted. He might be the best team in the league. I don't know well, about that, close. but he'd be he'd be top half. He, I think he could be but listen, yeah. He has then he has TJ Hawkinson as tight end on his bench. He'd have Christian Kirk. He still has Tony Pollard, I think. He does. Brian Robinson. He has still. I mean, like, not a bad team. And now, right now, he's a bad team. Just yeah, he just traded away all his guys. And he started this week. He started Daniel Carson Carlson, who was on by. So he he might have given up. So prepare for your bye week when you play for David Randis because it doesn't look like there's a lot of uh, enthusiasm there from from the David Randis, which is why they're they're bottom in the power rankings. So, um, gotcha. Who's number eleven? Will? Good question. Number eleven, Gangsta's Paradise. Uh, this team scored seventy-seven points. It was Travis Kelsey this week. He had no one else score more than eleven, and his third place team was Washington's D with eleven. And, he, and I, this is the same. I've talked about this before. Anytime, like your kicker or defense is your top scorer, you kind of you 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 got a little question there. And you know, unless the defense goes for twenty five, it's tough. So yeah, Travis Kelsey was it, and they got beat by twenty points. And the team they lost to scored ninety six. So it wasn't like they were had a great week either. So gangsters just not not very good. Um, number ten, Funky Town Fellas. Uh, th- this team had a, a pretty rough week. You know, Leonard Fournette had a good week. Who He's continued to be a pretty good performer from a fantasy perspective. I think he, he might be a little bit underrated, but then the rest of the team, it was a Mike Williams bust week. Raheem Mostert had a really good week last week. This past week, he scores less than six points. Uh, Hollywood Brown out, and then, you know, Dawson Knox and Miles Sanders rounded out the team and were their second and third top scorers with both less than 15 points. So, just a tough week for Funky Town. Not not a great not a great showing. Uh, number nine is a team that actually won this past week, but they still scored less than 100 points. It's all my flexes. Live in Texas. So a few highlights, a few really good highlights here. Uh, Michael Pittman had a really good week. Kenneth Walker produced, and Dalvin Cook, while not back to like his really good self, still scored over 15 points, which. <sighs> It's not great, but it's fine. Uh, the rest of the team, there was no one that was really spectacular here. He had a couple players who had, you know, average to below average performances in Tom Brady and CeeDee Lamb. Uh, tight end. Lassie, can you enlighten us as to why you started Eric Salbert at tight end? Would love to. I had uh, – I didn't want to start Conklin. I didn't think he was – 
you know, I, I think actually, by I think I've dropped him at this point. Um, now I think I dropped him on waivers. So I was starting Schultz, who was healthy going into Sunday night game, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he got the scratch. And so I was like, well, I, I have to start somebody. I mean, like, or, or I don't have to, but I figured I, I could, and I had somebody to drop. Um, that wasn't a big deal. Or no, actually, because I could move Schultz to my IR. So that's what I did. I moved Schultz to the IR, looked, and I was like, the only – I didn't want to start really any of the Dallas tight ends – actually picked up Hendershot first from Dallas. Then I was like, nah, that's probably not good. So I looked at the Monday night game and I was looking at the Denver tight ends and I was like either Sobert or Dolchich who ended up scoring a touchdown. Yeah, you got him. <laughs> right. But he, so I was looking and I was like looking at their history, you know, the past games and like Sobert has been at least a little bit upticking in targets. Dolchich that he hadn't played all season. He literally hasn't. Yeah checked into the game or gotten any targets or anything all season. So I was like, Hey, shot in the dark. I probably have the win most likely anyway, at this point, I think I did. So I was like, it's not a big deal. And so I chose Sobert and put him in hoping well, for I, a, a touchdown, but I think you probably made the correct decision. Cause I think the best indicator of future performance is past performance over a sustained period of time, much like the Seattle Seahawks wide receivers, you know, the past six weeks, they've, they've both been pretty good. So yeah. And I definitely I, say Eric Staubert has a, has good performance <laughs> over a sustained period of time. I wouldn't say that, but it was probably your best option. He had two zero point weeks. So um, anyways, okay. Enough about Saubert. Um Number eight, daddy Kyle who had a big move this week and had a, a decent win against a team who is still ahead of them in the uh, actual standings, Chubby Girlies. Um, Kamara had a good week. Uh, Debo Samuel had a good week. Adam Thielen was much better than he has been, you know, over the course of the season. He just and, had in the end zone, yeah. Yeah, and so they, they had a, a fine week. Um, but they made a good trade that I think I think makes them better. We'll yeah, we'll see. Um, so yeah, they, they make Daddy Kyle better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say it is. I think. I mean, we just they gave up. Him. They gave up DeAndre Swift. We'll talk about trade talk later. We'll exactly. talk about that. After. So yeah, yeah, we can talk about that later. Um, but yeah, so Daddy Kyle uh, up to number what is that eight in the power rankings. Uh, next, a team that's kind of had a really really good week this week, and that was not your average Joe's. Uh, Austin Eckler is a really good player and he's beginning to perform like that the past several weeks. He's been really, really good. He's now running back one after this week, you know, his first three weeks were okay. Um, not spectacular. And then he's exploded the last three weeks and just been really, really good. Jamar Chase had an incredible week. AJ Brown continues to do well. And the aforementioned Devin Singletary almost scored 15 points, tossed it in with Joe Burrow, hanging up 33.5 on the New Orleans Saints. And that's a really good week and a really good win against a team that you would think they would not beat in the Willingham Falcons typically. So really good um, week for not your average Joes. And look, if if Eckler continues to perform this way, we've kind of talked about this with this team. If Jamar Chase and A.J. Brown can be consistent, plug in Eckler there, this team's got a real shot to, to do some damage. So um, hopefully it can continue. I think there's still several spots on this team where they have some question marks but they have that top line talent that you're looking for in a fantasy team. So uh, next is Matty Ice and the boys had a good week this week. Um, Jalen hurts was 
worse than his typical self, scoring less than 20 points at 16.7. Deion Jackson was a nice little pickup there, scoring 28 points. Nice. nice. Tyreek Hill's been great. Rondale Moore, you know, whatever. Scored over 10. That's great. Uh, and Joku and Pickens were pretty bad. Brandon Ayuk, 28.3 on the off the bench. It hurts me. Interesting. Hurt. I mean, it was inconsequential because you, you won the game. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that is a silly decision because uh, Rondale Moore and George Pickens scored 16 points combined. 17 points Correct. combined. Correct. So, bummer. Um, but nice win against Funky Town. Moved to 3-3 three and three overall and are firmly in the middle of the pack for this uh, league. Next, Chubby Girls are Swift. Ooh, they'll just keep dropping. This was ugly. Uh, James Cook, 0.8 points. Drake London had a really good start to the season and then has been terrible the last three weeks, to say the least. Uh, Jerry Judy is not a good player, I think it's fair to say. He's averaging uh, 9.9, but in his last – Five games, that average is way lower because his week one he had 21.2. And then since then, he's only scored more than 8.4 points one time. So he's not a very good player. This team is is literally Mark Andrews with, I guess, Najee Harris and Kyler not Murray. Anymore. But yeah. No, those, yeah. yeah. He's those, adding Swift. So He's adding Swift. Um, but, this, yeah, this team, they need Cordell Patterson back. That's all I'll say. Um Yes. And when, when Cordell Patterson gets back, watch them shoot up the rankings all over again. Uh, mm-hmm. Next, Millennium Falcons. Uh, this was this was a tough week. Uh, no one on the Falcons really played very well. Uh, Nick Chubb, who has been such a stalwart for the first five weeks, only scored eight points. Um, Michael Thomas went out again, and he's out this week as well, but he's, he's been out the last couple weeks. Curtis Samuel got 2.6 points, and then the Seattle Seahawks wide receivers – had their first bad week in quite a long time. And even Lamar Jackson against the New York Giants, they the, the Ravens lost, and he scored less than 16 fantasy points. So tough week, um, not not a great showing for the Falcons. They're still second in the league and second in points four, which I think is interesting because uh, this was quite a low point total. Um, next, Run DMC. Uh, we talked about this team. They lost because they had so many people out. I mean, they started Philip Lindsay at running back. Like, what is this? Three years ago? Come on, Isaiah McKenzie still scored more than James well. Cook. Still scored more than James Cook. That's <laughs> true. Uh, Derrick Henry was out. Amon Ross St. Brown was out. Pierce from Houston was out. Robert Woods was out. Josh Reynolds. Not that those guys would have played, but um, you know they had to find completely new running backs, and one of their starting wide receivers had to go out. And then when that's the case, they needed Amari Cooper and Justin Jefferson to really perform well. They did not. Russell Wilson continues to be hot garbage. By the way, have y'all seen his sandwich commercials with Subway? Gosh, yes. Yeah. Oh, they are brutal. They are yeah. very awkward. So, anyways, I think it's you, it's safe to say the Broncos are not good this year. I think it's oh, they're they're terrible. Yeah. Let me let me pose a question about Russell Wilson real quick before you go on to the next power rank. Um, okay. Do Do you think Russell Wilson has more? touchdown passes through six games or more bathrooms in his house <laughs> oh definitely gotta be more bathrooms more in bathrooms house, right? in his house and how many more like, bathrooms he has like in five his house. touchdowns I'd, I'd say three more bathrooms in his house he has he eight has, bathrooms in his house he has double 
he has one more than double, two more than double. He has five touchdown Ugh. passes and twelve bathrooms. Oh. Yeah, Russ, that was Man. not good. Bad, bad, bad. He's he's terrible. And and yeah. we've we've actually talked about this offline, but the waiver wire for quarterbacks is lean. Shoot. Man, it so, is. It's hard out here, you know. So we got Tyler Heineke. He's the top one on the board. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> next, number two on the list. The Birdman, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Uh, Gabe Davis also got 16.4. Joe Mixon had a good week, and Ezekiel had a good week. I think this is probably more than I would expect this team to typically score because I don't think Mixon, Elliott, even Godwin and Ertz are going to really do this week in and week out. Um, They all scored more than 14 points, but still I think this is not far off from what this team's potential is unless the Buffalo Bills – have a bad week, you can expect Bird to, to be competitive. Um, if not, win more more uh, weeks than not. And then lastly, the blue lineman. Uh, Stevenson has really been a revelation for this team. Mm-hmm. He's kind of changed everything uh, because he's been really, really good the last several weeks. He's gone 20, 13, so not as great, but then 20 and 25. That's pretty. That's pretty solid right there. Mahomes, Barkley, Stevenson, Cup, Corlin Sutton. Sutton is okay. Uh, he had a bad week this week. He's only scored more than twenty points once, so fine. Um, and Devontae Smith's kind of kind of in the same boat. He's only scored more than twenty points once, and he had a, a week where he scored less than five. So um, a little bit of inconsistency there between those two, but they're not terrible. Um, and especially with Cam Akers being as disappointing as he has been, because I think Cam Akers was the second-round pick, third-round pick for this team. Uh, Stevenson has really stepped in and, and filled that gap nicely. So uh, look out for the blue lineman to make some noise as we come down the stretch here. And those are the power rankings. Yeah. On on the blue lineman topic, they really are hurting at tight end. I mean, wide, yeah. wide, receiver, wide receiver two and tight end, they got to really solidify that. Yeah, Disley's not really cutting it, you know. And Hudson then, Henry is on yeah, a bench, which he's kind of – He's not going to cut it either. Yeah. They, they need some help. But the problem is, is if anybody gives you a good tight end, they're going to want somebody in that mm-hmm. starting lineup. Now, granted, I think if you can improve your tight end significantly, I'd move Smith or Sutton in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. If you can get – if you can get something decent back, but like, is that something decent? Juju Smith Schuster on your bench, uh, probably not. But you know, might be worth exploring. It's definitely Kenny Galladay. Play Kenny Galladay for sure. <laughs> that dude, gee whiz. Anyway, highway robbery. Yeah, those are your power rankings. Um, are we are we at the mid uh, midway point yet? No, I think the midway point is uh, at the end of week seven, which is, I guess, this okay. week. Um, so seven next is week, halfway point. next week we need to do some like mid-season updates. Mid-season awards. No, well, just kind of projecting, like, hey, here's where it is at mid-season. What do we project out um, for the rest of the season, kind of thing? That sounds like good. Based, based off what we're seeing, so Looks those like are Smith to be a factor. <laughs> 
All right, so we're going to hop into some trade talk. We had a big trade happen uh, literally today, uh, got put through. And so we got Daddy Kyle. About Michael, giving... Michael Gallup for Tyler Algier? No, that was last week. Oh, okay. I uh, thought you meant big trade. That was the big trade I was seeing. No, 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 no. Okay. The big trade is Daddy Kyle giving um, up Swift and Taysom Hill to Chubby Gurley's Wally for Damian Harris and Mark Andrews. So right off the bat to me, I, we texted offline about this a little bit. I really just see this as Swift for Andrews because um, yeah, I think I Hill, Hill and Harris are pretty comparable like add-ons to the deal. I know Hill can have some big games here and there, but so did Harris. So really – it's Swift and Andrews. So as far as who won, I think at the end of the day, I think Kyle won because he has he has better surrounding pieces, I think. Well, yeah, I think – I mean, I, I, I think it comes I think, down to Swift and Andrews, and I think Andrews is better than Swift. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think we know what Swift is going to be when he comes back from this injury yet. You know what I mean? Like the jury's still out on him. Maybe he comes back and he's he's great. He had a good start to the season, but um, Andrews is number two tight end, and there's no he is c- competing for number one, and there's no buddy close to him. You know what I mean? So I think I, I think Kyle made this trade banking on Elijah Moore coming back and being comparable to DeAndre Swift. Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell. I'm sorry, not Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore is not comparable to DeAndre Swift. Uh, (laughs) Elijah Mitchell, sorry, coming back and being comparable to DeAndre Swift. Because I think DeAndre Swift's a good player. You know, he's obviously been hurt. But before his injury, he was averaging, oh, gosh, he did 27 and 16. So we're looking at somewhere between like 22 – points 21 22 points or something like that and then in week three he scored 7.6 and then got hurt but uh you know he was and he he, he's coming back like it seems like he might even play this week he practiced uh today so um you know i think i think kyle makes this trade thinking oh i'll play mark andrews and then i'll also uh, get Elijah Mitchell to step in for DeAndre Swift. So I kind of disagree with you guys, though. I think Taysom Hill is a very interesting fantasy player. Uh, he, I think, is absolutely fantasy relevant. He's got a, a week over 30 points, another week over 15. He's averaging. He's and the rest are terrible weeks. So, so he's like 50-50 in good and bad weeks. But he's also – his good weeks seem to be really good. And he's the eighth-ranked tight end. So I think he's absolutely somebody you should keep on your radar as, hey, I don't want to play against Taysom Hill because he could go for – he could run for a touchdown, he could catch a touchdown, he could throw a touchdown all in the same game. And that wouldn't be that far-fetched. So, Well, um, you didn't have to play against him because he got benched for Evan Ingram. Yeah, I I was telling uh, Honeycutt about that. I was very surprised, and I think something might have happened with the system, but – that's fine. We won't. We can cut that part because uh, <laughs> no, I I don't. I actually games. don't. I don't think that's true because I when I when the trade first went through, he was starting. Yeah. Um. And okay. then I think Wally and and look because Wally also moved Kyler Murray out for Derek Carr. Yeah, I saw that too. So, and I was surprised by that. So. 
Anyway, yeah. well, I, yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, but I really think uh, ultimately, I think Daddy Kyle is trying to flip Mark Andrews. So you think so? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. he is. I was telling him he should try to flip Godert and keep Andrews, but Andrews will get you much more back for your your money. And if you're, I agree, uh, yeah. but if you're happy been, with Dallas yeah. Goddard, then flip Andrews and get somebody who's really good. Yeah, that, I mean, I agree. I'm just saying, Andrews is really good. I would hate to trade him away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's really a big trade that we had uh, that happened just recently before this week started. And so, um, but let's hop into some matchup previews. So, Lassie, do you want to uh, tell us how we did last week? Yes. Yeah, so last week, uh, Honeycutt and I both went four and one, or five yes. and one, yes. and Will went four and two. So I'm tied I, with Honeycutt now. You're tied with Honeycutt. Sixteen oh, that's and, like, and that's fourteen. Like... Oh, I'm coming for you, Will. Y'all are 16 and 14, and I'm 18 and 12. Honeycutt's so. the worst at this, and I'm tied with him. You... <laughs> I literally called the matchup perfectly. You came in last last year. We only have one year to go off of. Exactly, and you were the worst at it. So, Barely. question, have y'all already made your picks, or are you looking no, at it right now? I'm looking at it right now. Okay, great. I'm right changing now. one then Okay. based on the games. <laughs> you were gonna pick Matty Ice, and now you're. I was picking that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wasn't. If y'all had already picked, I was gonna keep my pick. So no, I was gonna pick no. Gangsters anyway. But I'm picking. Let's start with that one. I'm picking Gangsters. Hop's having a great game. I think this team is a little bit better than Matty Ice this week. Rondell Moore, it's uh, just you know whatever. So I'm going Matty Ice. You're going Matty Ice? Sorry, no, I'm going Gangsters. <laughs> Look for Kelsey to score 30 plus. Um, yeah, this it kind of stinks. Um, I'm gonna go with Gangsters. I, I do want to I did call a Michael Williams bus last week. I wanted to bring that up. You I did was correct yeah, on that. You did. Um, and it just it always works. Uh, yes, Gangsters. I think he has too much. I expect Rodgers to have a little bit better game this week too than he's had this one. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think the gangsters are going to win this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, he's still starting David Montgomery, which is ho hum. But like he's like y'all have talked about, Hopkins is seems legit. Let's not overreact to one game. But I'm doubling down on DeAndre Hopkins. Um, nice. <laughs> Uh, Devontae Adams and Kelsey are good. Kyle Pitts, I mean, he, didn't he only still only get 19 receiving yards, even though he caught a touchdown last week or two weeks ago or whenever that was? Last anyway. week he had, he had 19 receiving yards, three catches. Yeah. Touchdown. And Guys, he had three, like three, three targets. So and didn't he have three catches at 19 yards the first two weeks? Uh, he yes. had two catches two catches. at 19 <laughs> yards the first See, two weeks. Unbelievable. I mean, what is yeah, this guy I mean, doing? What are they doing in Atlanta? I don't know. Crazy. But yeah, I'm taking the gangsters on this one. The gangsters. Gangsters. Hey, Honeycutt, I have a quick question. How does it feel that anytime there's like a player with a name with D, we're all going to be doubling down on him after one game? <laughs> Great, I'm man. doubling down on Daniel Jones. <laughs> I love it. I started as, a revolution. As Matty Ice's QB1. And David down. Njoku. Yeah. And oh, yeah. J.K. Dobbins. And Dion Jackson. Down on Dobbins, dude. <laughs> anyway. Get him out too. Golly, I can't get let's uh 
move on to the Dave Verandas versus not your average Joe Honeycutt. Who you got on this one? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with not your. Do we average need Joe. to pick this one? Do we need to pick? <laughs> yeah, this? We just like move on. <laughs> not your average Joe. I really do like his team. I think this is a solid team. Um, and one to watch out for for the rest of the season. It's rounding into form for sure. Joe's, let's mm-hmm. move on. Yeah, I agree, Joe's. And I, I do think, I mean, I, I want to, I think this team is not getting enough credit in the power rankings, if I'm uh-huh. honest. I mean, Joe yeah. Burrow is solid. Josh Jacobs has been really good. Austin Eckler is turning it on. Jamar Chase has that star power. He's struggling really in, in wide receiver two with Alan Lazard. Well, he has A.J. Brown on the. He, yeah, he A.J. Brown's on by, so he good doesn't really I have mean, a this, hole there. No, and he doesn't have a hole at tight end. And then, I mean, flex, then he's picking between Lazard and Jones and Jacob. He's, he's made some very I mean, shrewd deals. Well, I don't know. With he Omar. Traded, yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> is it shrewd if it's with Omar? This team is two and four, and, and they're, I mean, they might not, I don't know. They might not lose again the rest of the season. Like they have that potential okay. because of their. I'm serious. Look at their roster. I mean, They're it's legit. really it's a really good team. I I just got waxed by them, but I mean, might lose again the rest of the season. That's they'll a, probably that's lose. Pick. They'll probably lose maybe one more time. All let's all, let's let's look into team. this. Let's set the over under on two and a half. Honeycut, not your average Joe's over under two and a half more losses on the season. Um. I'm gonna take the two and a half. I'm gonna take how many games you got left? Uh, eight, including this week. Ooh, this is how? the eighth game. That would put him at. I'm take. I'm taking the under on that for sure. Honeycutt, are you pushing? Are you pushing on the two and a half or? I, I do. I, I, you can't push on two and a half. He can't get two and a half losses. <laughs> it was a joke. So, so that that is the joke. Under, I'm gonna go under too. Under, wow, yeah. that's so Joe's. So people like your team a lot. Now we did all of that without looking at his schedule. So real quick, I'm gonna pull up Joe's schedule. So just take a second. All right, so I'm this a, week, I'm assuming Will, you're gonna pick the over. I don't know yet. Uh, next week they play Lassie. The week after that, they play Matty Ice and the Boys. Two easy wins right there. Uh, then they play Daddy Kyle. Then they play that's, Run DMC. Ooh, that's a matchup right there, yeah. That's then probably they, his first loss right there. Then they play the Blue Lineman. Second mm. loss. He won't lose after that. And then they play – who's next? Funky Town Fellas. And then they play Chubby Girlies. Yeah. Ooh, Man, yeah, I'm a really good odds maker, uh, without even looking at it. So uh-huh. yeah, I think I think uh, over two and a half, but just barely. I think this team uh, loses maybe three games the rest of the season. I think they're talented. I think they're good. So um, no disrespect in my over selection right there. Okay, good team. All right, uh, Run DMC versus the Funky Town Fellas. Will you're up? <clears throat> Um, run DMC against the Funky Town Fellas. Sorry, I was not listening. Why don't, why don't you go real quick, uh, Honeycutt, and then I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, I, man, ooh. I just, I don't like the Friar Muth, Waller, 
combo. Um, other than that, I think Herbert and Will, I think Williams is going to be back for a boom week and Herbert's going to be good, but I'm going to give the edge to DMC. Yeah, I'm taking DMC here too. He's <clears throat> pretty much back to full strength minus Justin Jefferson. And uh, I just think it's going to be too much for Funky Town. Mostert is is looking like a good good running back, but he's kind of up and down. So we'll see. Christian Kirk is, has been struggling lately. Even if Mike Williams has the a big boom week, I, I still don't think it's going to be enough. Um, and I'm, I'm not really sure. I guess who, who do you plug in here for Darren Waller at the flex if he ends up not playing? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Gibson or Zay Jones. Or, I mean, Gordon is supposed to get the start this week, but he got the start last week and he played, didn't play at all the second half. So, um, yeah, he didn't play, I, at, all. He yeah. Didn't play off in, at all after the first series. Yeah. Bad. Uh, so yeah, I think DMC is taking this one pretty easy. DMC. Okay. Nice. Next is daddy Kyle versus the Birdman. Will, Will, are you ready for this one? Uh, yeah, no Buffalo. Give me daddy Kyle. I mean, yeah, it stinks that we're starting Matt Ryan at quarterback, but no Buffalo. So that's like literally all of Birdman's good players. So give me Daddy Cow. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be really hard for Birdman to pull this one out. I'm going Daddy Cow. Yep. I am doing the same. Daddy Kyle is going to win. Birdman, uh, as we know and have said, he, he is up and down with the Bills. So um, we'll go on. William Falcons versus Chubby Gurley's. Any cut. Yeah, I'm going to go with Millennium Falcons. They let me down last week. They Oops. were my only bad pick. Sorry. But I think they're going to have a bounce back week. Um, and it's going to hinge on those Seattle Seahawks. We'll see. Yeah, I think the Falcons take this one uh, big time. I, I just – Chubby Girlies is – is struggling. They're not, I, I just don't love really anyone on their team besides Swift. Um, I do commend Wally for finally getting the player who's part of his name or one of them at least. So good job on that, but you had to give up Mark Andrews to do it. So yikes. Yeah. I, I, I the Falcons need Michael Thomas to, to get back because Curtis can Curtis Samuel's not really cutting it. Otherwise I think, you know, I expect Chubb to be back to what he has been the first five weeks and not what he was last week. McCaffrey seemingly playing really, really well recently. And I hope Lamar can kind of bounce back to what he maybe not even was the first two weeks because the first two weeks he was, or I'm sorry, the first three weeks he was unbelievable. But hopefully he can get into that, you know, low 20s range or whatever and, and go from there. So I still think the Falcons take this one. Yeah. Do I, we kind of I want to highlight Elijah Moore? We'll see what ends up with him. He, he may be traded sneaky, or something. He may be a sneaky piece on your bench, though. Yeah, because he's not happy. He was – I don't know if y'all saw. He was uh, dismissed yeah. from practice today, I think. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, for personal was, reasons or something. pretty good last season. Like, yeah. not not yeah. great, but he was good. And then – People are really traded, high on him. Yeah, if he gets traded, I'm, I would – I think he might become somebody who you could look to as a – you know, not a starter necessarily, but like a nice flex uh, – replacement if someone gets hurt or a buy or something so green bay needs to go get in honestly that's a great situation uh who else did i hear was green bay was going after um oh man i just read an article about it and i can't remember 
it was going to be interesting. Like, man, if Green Bay gets him, it'd be great. I keep seeing, I, I keep seeing all these tweets. I, I totally disagree with them, but they kept keep saying things like, you know, people like it'll say, uh, who was a free agent wide receiver? Oh, like Robbie Anderson traded to the Cardinals when Will Fuller is a free agent. I'm like, Will Fuller has not been relevant in fantasy for a long time. Is he good? Like, is he really <laughs> that good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Nope. Anyway, just weird. Um, alrighty. Last, last matchup here. All my flexes live in Texas versus the blue linemen. Mm. Who you got, Honeycut? Man, I'm going with flexes here. Okay. I don't, I think linemen have some people out. Yeah. They got a lot of by players. Yeah. Cups on by Smith's on by. Yeah. Going with flexes. Um, yeah, I'm going to flexes too. Too many, too many people on on by for um, blue linemen. Nice. Well, that wraps it up. We all picked the same uh, same teams to win this week. Bummer. So uh, uh, I will say on for for the flexes here. Um, you know it's you know it's good when this this you know I'm only projected like three more points than the blue linemen, and I'm basically at full strength. <laughs> Minus Dalvin Cook, but I mean, like you know, pretty much I'm at full strength, and I'm only projected to beat him when he has like two of his stars on on by. Anyways, you know, it's just bad. Man, I, I think you got a solid team, top to bottom. Brady needs to play better than he's playing, but Brady needs to be replaced. Yeah, maybe there there are quarterbacks out there you could easily trade to get somebody better than Brady. You may mm-hmm. want to play Lawrence over Brady, but he's playing the Giants. I don't know. Mahomes, or I mean, not Mahomes. Lamar played was bad against the yeah, Giants. Yeah, I don't know That's about the, against the Giants, uh, Honeycutt, but I, you know, maybe. Like, I think I'd rather have Brady against Carolina. Defense. Oh, that's true. They're playing Carolina. So, anyway. interesting. So we all picked the same people. Can you we run did. through run through the picks real quick? Yes. So uh, all my flexes live in Texas versus the blue linemen. We all picked flexes. The Falcons versus Chubby. We all picked the Falcons. Daddy Kyle versus Birdman. We all picked Daddy Kyle. Funky Town versus DMC. We all picked DMC. Arandas versus Joe. We all picked Joe. And Gangsters versus Matty Ice. We all picked the Gangsters. Nice. So all right, Those our are records our... will not change. You guys will remain two games behind me unless something unless they all change I'm, your picks. I'm, I'm, I'm switching my pick to the blue lineman. Oh, okay. Effective immediately. Got it. Don't let me down, Tate. Although you know, it does quite well. Um, one other note that I thought might be interesting to talk about. Christian McCaffrey is being shocked. Mm-hmm. I hope he goes to the 49ers. How awesome would it be to have him in that system? Man, he'd be, be true. What does that do? I mean, yeah. They just use Debo that way, and that really changes Debo's value for sure. Where else could where else would it be would he be a good fit, do you guys think? Where it would make sense. Hmm. For, for like CMC, yeah, they said Buffalo and uh, the Rams are the two other kind of suitors for him. Other than Rams would be interesting. San Francisco, Buffalo too. I mean, I just don't think Buffalo needs him. But 
They could use him. Good grief. Buffalo would be yikes. That'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'd have so yeah, that'd be nuts. When you when you first said that CMC is being shopped, Will, I was like, I thought you were you were shopping him. Oh, he's everybody on my team's available always. <laughs> he's gonna have players good enough to replace them with. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what do you feel like as being the owner of CMC? What's the best team? Like you would want to see him move. I want. I don't want to see him in San Francisco. Yeah, they yeah. they run the ball so well. I mean, think about all the receivers that have done really really well with uh, San Francisco and with Shanahan as a coach. Like for whatever reason, they just like pump out a thousand yard rushers. Mm-hmm. And with Jimmy G, I think he'd be very relevant in the passing game. I think he would immediately be like the fantasy guy again. I mean, hmm. maybe I'm maybe I'm too high on. Sanford, I mean, look, Chris McCaffrey is talented enough to, to do that anyway, but maybe I'm too high on like San Francisco's scheme, but it just seems like lesser players are very good, both in real life and from a fantasy perspective there. So I'm like, I mean, Chris McCaffrey, that'd be amazing. But, yeah. You know, who knows? Oh, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Interesting. We'll see how it pans out. Um, and then let's talk who, who we got on buys. We should have covered that before. Bills, but. Rams, Vikings, and Eagles. Mm, yeah, Lots of big yeah. players. Lots mm-hmm. of big time guys. Yeah. Specifically the Bills, the uh, Vikings, and the, uh, what was the last Eagles. one? Eagles. The, the, yeah. the Rams, not, not really. There's no Super one. Really. Yeah. He's the only one though, right? Like there's nobody else. Yeah. That's so. true. Man. Can they just pass the ball to Rondell Moore? Man, this stinks. Does he have any more than – he had two targets last I saw. He caught that one for 41 yards or whatever, and I was like, yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah, and then he hasn't touched the ball since. Bummer. That was the first play of the game. Every pass has gone to DeAndre Hopkins. He's got nine catches for 99 yards. Don't get that extra yard. All right, well, that is – all that I think we have to cover this week. Um, good luck out there, fantasy managers, on your week seven. I do want to give one shout out here. Okay. Shout it out to my Baylor Bears, Tyquan Thornton and Jamichael Hasty. Both scored touchdowns on Sunday. The last time they both scored a touchdown on the same day was when we beat Kansas 61 to 6 in 2019. So, sick them Bears. Hmm. The roles have been reversed there with Kansas and Baylor, though. Yeah, that's true. It's true. We don't have to talk about that. But you <laughs> okay, <know. laughs> Woo. crazy yeah. world we live in. Yep. When TCU and Kansas are leading the Big Twelve, <laughs> crazy. crazy. Um, great. Well, good luck out there, and uh, keep it chilly, my friends. Peace out. Two things: one, dynasty league; two, seek the win-win. There have been several win-wins proposed recently that people need to seek.